0: Alright, welcome to another episode of Real Estate Versus Technology. I'm your host, Norman Kinsey. We have our co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Dan Gandy. <laughs> welcome, Dan. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. And so before we go ahead and intro who is on today's episode, just want to go ahead and make, I want everyone to, hey, subscribe. I can't make you do it, but subscribe, hit the notification bell, comment below what you learn. We want this to be educational for you and you want to take something from this episode to apply to your business. So today we have someone that I actually am personally, I'm using uh, what he has to offer. He's doing something super unique. Um, this guy goes by Devin, but you probably know him as Mr. Burr and he's all about infinite banking. So we have the man, the myth, the legend well, what's up, Devin? Welcome to First Tech. Sub
1: man, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um it's a beautiful day. I don't even know what day it is, honestly, but it's a beautiful day right now.
0: Dude, <laughs> you're inspiring me to drink some more water. Um, <laughs> dude, dude, Look at this. I, uh, I'm uh i behind.
2: I'm behind. Dude, yeah. so. I keep seeing you pouring it, bro. I'm like, all right, all right. Let me drink some water. I love that aqua stuff.
1: Dude, they it's so some, good. But dude, that best freaking best. gallon is five freaking bucks a gallon. Are you serious? Yeah, so. I bought it the other day. I got the gallon and I got like one of those little coffee espressos. Okay. It was like seven bucks. I'm like, wait how much is everything he's like oh it's a five dollar gallon. i'm like yeah uh, oh dan has it too
0: i love it i love it that's awesome yeah. all right I, i'm, I'm let you let like it. <laughs> i do i'm feeling lift out of here i'm gonna have to go check it we had the reverse osmosis we just installed the system in our house so i just go to the little you know thing and turn it on and whatever yeah bro up, up
1: your water game huh
0: yeah i gotta up my, my water game but that's on a whole different subject matter so so tell us man so devin like I know you do a couple of different things, right? Infinite banking is one thing. You know, I see that the whole se- you have wholesale, fix and flip. You're doing a lot of various different things. So, take us from the beginning when you kind of started to get into this world of, you know, where you're at today.
1: Yeah, man. Um, it all kind of started with um, just being employed and being kind of sick of being employed, like a <laughs> employee. Yeah, <laughs> like I was a horrible employee, man. Just hated taking direction from people and had so many jobs. I I can't even count how many jobs I've had. It's just, it's almost ridiculous how many I've actually had just because I don't like taking direction, Mm. horrible employee and always made good money. But I was that person that's like, I'm going to make more money and then I'll, I'll be able to get ahead. But the Mm. more money you make, the more taxes you pay, Mm. the more money you make, the more you start spending. And I went through that vicious cycle of like trying to look rich. Um, And in 2016, I actually had to file for bankruptcy. I was down to like 300 bucks to my name. Wow. Um, Just rock bottom, man. Just keeping up with the Joneses and trying to look a certain way when really I was broke. And that kind of, that, that was rock bottom for me. Not only financially, emotionally, I went through a bad breakup And it gave me a place to launch from. So I started working on myself, started reading, started watching pod or listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, motivational stuff, and just working on myself. And 2019, I was just fed up. I started actually getting in a better space financially, not spending as much money, actually saving it, um, not acting stupid with my money and blowing it. But I was still just... I wasn't getting ahead, even though I was making six figures a year. Mm. I realized that the company I was working for—a great company—I'm not bashing them at all—but I knew how much they were making off my production. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking, like, wait a second, like, how about I use my skill set um, with sales and um, client service and everything to go make myself and my family wealthy, not somebody else. I'm just actually padding their pocketbook. So I wanted to do that for myself. So um, October 8th, 2019, I walked in, quit my job and just bet on myself. I took the leap and grew my wings on the way down, really. And now we sit here with, I think we've done about 40 deals. Um, Nothing crazy, but all of my deals have been with zero marketing expenses. I don't spend a penny on marketing. So Hmm. everything I make is all profit. And, um, it's been a crazy ride, man. It's been a blessing and, um, paying less taxes, making more money, keeping more of the money and just helping a lot of people. I've, I've gotten to a point where I've realized the more people I help, the more money I make. So it's just all about helping and serving at this point.
0: Wow, man. I absolutely love that. I love that. So when you're talking about the deals, is that more on like fix and flip wholesales? I know you also do some things with Airbnb. Is that what you're referring to on that side?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I started off with wholesale deals, um, just trying to get some transactional money and then started doing some flips and then started holding onto property because I understood that to become wealthy, you have to literally hold on to assets and let them work for you. So I got my first rental. um, It went live September of 2020. And that's when I kind of became Mr. Burr. Mm -hmm. Uh, My last name is yeah. Last name is Burr. Okay. So it only made sense to like do the Burr method and just coin myself as that guy. Cause I literally am Mr. Burr just to play on the actual, um, acronym. Would that be the word? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so, so yeah, that's when I became Mr. Burr and just started using that as my branding and, um, doing nothing but the Burr method. We don't flip anymore. Mm. Uh, there's, much taxes you have to pay with capital gains Hmm. so now we just focus on airbnb we just had one go live Um, thank you thank you it went live the 11th so what 16 days ago Scottsdale, right Scottsdale, arizona we are already booked up for over thirty thousand dollars in stays (sighs) in 16 days so like airbnbs are cash cows um, ah. you pay less taxes because of the depreciation, you get appreciation with the market, you get forced paid out of the mortgage with the people that stay there. And it's just Exactly. <laughs> 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 it's an incredible place. So we, we just burr everything for an Airbnb at this point.
0: Dude, Love that me. is awesome. I remember watching a podcast with, um, it was Alex Mosey and, um, Grant Cardone. Grant was telling Alex, he said the rich sell the wealthy keep and hold. So yeah. the longer you can keep and hold things, the better off you'll be in the long term. But uh man, congratulations to you and all that and what you're doing with that. I think that's totally just like phenomenal. And um, my wife and I are actually have aspirations up north to get an Airbnb as well. So we're yeah. following your path, man, following your path on that. And uh congratulations. So I'm gonna switch this up actually. I'm gonna give it to Dan for the mix-up yeah. round so you can go into a little bit more of the, the technical side of what you're up to, to you, what you're doing, and um, yeah, get your pens and papers papers out, listeners and viewers <laughs> out there.
2: <laughs> oh man, it's uh, something that intrigues me, I think, that uh, you brought up was is that you're doing it with no marketing, and yeah. I think let's dig into that a little bit more, because um, you're probably using some technology along that, um, and you're probably doing something to kick up deals, so what is it?
0: Hmm.
1: so First and foremost, um, you kind of touched on this, Norman, is if, if people that are watching this, if you guys aren't writing this down, I highly, highly recommend that you write it down. Take action. Um, a take short ahead. hand is better than a long memory. Like you'll forget things unless you write it down. So one of my keys to success is I write things down all the time. So make sure you guys are writing this stuff down, take notes and just refer back to it. Because again, you'll forget it if you don't write it down. So to answer your question though, what I do mainly is I'm just myself. I'm a very, I'm I'm like a social butterfly. I like being around people. I like talking to people. I like having fun and joking, but at the same time, I like getting down to business. So what I do to get deals is I go where people are at that are doing deals. So I go to local meetups, I make friendships, I ask people questions The main thing you can do when you're actually trying to um, get into real estate is you wanna be interested in people. You don't wanna try to be interesting. Like if you go somewhere where the investors are at, don't try to say, hey, this is what I do, this is how I do this, this is what I do that. They don't care. Ask questions about them. Hey, how do you you run your business? Um, How did you become successful? Where did you start? How did you get to where you're at now? ask them open-ended questions and get them talking because if people talk, if you let them talk about themselves subconsciously, they like you. They're like, man, I like this person. They're letting me talk about myself. Yeah. Um, so ask people those questions, get them to like you. If they like you, they'll do business with you. Then when mm. they do business with you, be good at that business. Don't just. If you say you're going to do something, follow through. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, build relationships and then cultivate those relationships. What me and my business partner do with every deal that we get, because again, we're just getting referrals from people. People lock up a deal and they know that we buy deals in certain areas with certain criteria. So they send it to us because we're first in their mind. Once they send us a deal and we close on that deal, we take them out to a nice steak dinner. Mm. that's cultivating the relationships that's building camaraderie with that person so we sit down we break bread we have some drinks have some laughs have some conversation and then also talk about hey let's get some more deals going let's start doing some more business and it's the law of reciprocity you give something to somebody they almost feel like they have to give something back to you to repay that favor so Mm. you buy them dinner What's it going to cost you a couple hundred bucks? But you get one deal from that. All of a sudden, it makes all the sense in the world. So I guess there is some marketing. <laughs> yeah, you you <laughs> but, took the words
2: out of my mouth. I just said you are doing marketing. Your yeah. your network marketing, which is then getting people to want to do the marketing for you, which then in return is they're handing you a deal.
1: Yep. Yep. And that's just something new. We just started doing that with taking out to the steak dinners and stuff. Before, I would just... I would just be a likable guy, you know, and just call people, hey, what are you up to? How have you been? Uh, How's business? What's going on? Just again, having them talk about themselves. And I'll be like, hey, by the way, you got any deals? Like anything I can look at? I'll be loud on social media. I'll be like, hey, I'll walk a property. We're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. Hey, if you guys have any deals out there, send them my way, I'd love to look at them. And then you get people just sending you deals um, in your direct messages. So it's just, it just takes your time. And your energy, but it doesn't take money. You don't really need money to make money. You just need to be creative. Yeah.
2: And proximity, right? Are you doing this in one market? Are you doing this out of state? Is it multi-state? Like, what's what's your what's your plan going on right now? And what's your plan going on in the next five years for scalability?
1: Right now, I'm just investing in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, born yeah. and raised here, so I know this place like the back of my hand. And I'm a firm believer when you start investing, invest in your backyard first, yep. invest where you know, um, because the more, you know, about a place, the less risk there is. Um, and, but I'm only two years into my journey, right? So yeah, I think, uh, within the next five years, I think I'll definitely be investing in different markets and the plan is to start getting apartment buildings and, you know, just start growing more of, um my portfolio with different things. Like we've been looking at laundromats. We've been looking at uh, self-storage facilities. Mm. So that's kind of the plan within the next five years. But for now, it's just Airbnbs, cash cows, let them create a whole bunch of income and then go use that to go make more money.
2: That, wow. I think that's, uh, it's a a good, unique way of, looking at old school business techniques, right? Like relationships, referrals, uh, being a, a good person that stands behind your word and, and just messaging people and letting them know like, hey, I want deals, send them my way. No obligation. I'm not pressuring you. And I think um, versus the, the other approach was just so aggressive <laughs> and trying to find deals,
1: calling people, annoying them. You,
2: you get it, but there's a balance. I see that you, uh, you're navigating very clearly.
1: Dude. I, it's funny you say that. Cause I got into real estate and was doing the whole, going to meetups, getting deals. I was at probably five deals within my first couple months. Um, wow. some wholesale, I had some flips going on, so I was doing pretty well without any marketing. Then I'm thinking, all right, let me try to scale. So let me try to get some marketing channels. So I started doing text messaging, um, cold calling campaigns, and some people are very successful at it. It was not for me. I did not like getting kicked in the teeth left and right. Um, So I spent, I think it was like 15 grand. Zero deals came from it. And I'm sitting here thinking, wait a minute, this makes no sense. Why am I spending 15 to make zero deals when I spent zero and got five deals? Let me put my focus back on what I was doing before. So yeah. it's just knowing who you are, knowing your strengths and just doubling down on them.
2: No, that's huge. That's uh, And let's progress into the banking structure stuff that you're doing now. Kind of like move from investing to investing in whatever it is. Tell us about this, this venture that you're trying to uh, take to another level.
1: Great question. So... Got into real estate October 8th, 2019, and was doing really well up until the pandemic hit. Because again, everything I was doing, I was going to meetups, I was going to see people, I was having coffee, sitting down and just making relationships. Um, So the pandemic hit, I think it was like March 15th of 2020. I had done seven deals up to that point. So I'm sitting here thinking I'm crushing it. This is awesome. I found my passion. I'm going to take this thing to the freaking moon. Pandemic hits. All the meetups go away. All coffee shops are shut down. I'm sitting in my house like shit. Hopefully I can cuss on here. I saw, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> All right. So I was like, dang it. I'm going to have to figure something out. So I started just listening to podcasts, reading books and, I heard someone on a podcast talking about becoming the bank. And I'm like, wait a minute, becoming the bank. That sounds interesting because I used to work for a mortgage lender. So I know how much they make. Uh, It's all about the velocity of money. People think it's about the interest rate. It's not. If you have a 2% interest rate, it doesn't matter. It's the velocity you're paying it at. 30 years of a 2% interest rate is a ton of money. (laughs) <laughs> the interest rate goes down to 1.75. People are lining up to get that interest rate. If they've paid on the 2% for five years, they reset back to 30 years on a 1.75. The bank is winning. They're getting more velocity oh, yeah. of that interest. Mm. So I understood that. So I was like, man, become the bank. That would be, that makes sense. So I, I listened to this podcast and I went down a rabbit hole. I started researching infinite banking, at all times of the day, I was up like one in the morning, reading on my phone. I'm like tapping my wife. I'm like, Hey, can you believe this is possible? She's like, shut up. I got to be up in the morning. (laughs) Like I was, I was literally just immersed in the content. And I got on the phone with my mentor and just asked questions. And I was like, all right, cool. I want to try this out. So I started with, um, a small policy to start this banking concept. And I started doing it at a big level. I used one policy and then I started another one and another one. Started doing all of my real estate deals with it and then started just showing it on social media. My social media blew up and then I just had everyone asking me like, Hey, how do I get one of these policies? How do I do what you're doing? And then I just decided, well, if everyone's asking for them, I might as well be the guy that sets them up. So that was me. Yeah. So like. It's been been a blessing, man. It's just added another stream of income for me. It's added a way to help more people. And when you really understand the concept of banking, the banking industry is the most profitable business in the world. There is not a bank in the entire world that makes less than 400% cash on cash return. Not one bank. And you guys can research this. Go to Bauer Financial. You can look up any bank you will see that not one bank makes less than 400% cash on cash return. So if that's the case, if they're the most profitable business, shouldn't we mimic what they do? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, and that's all I do now is I mimic the bank. I am my own bank and I teach people how to do it now.
2: And is that going to evolve into private money lending or, you know, hard money lending on flips? Like, what do you, what do you see that, evolving into
1: owning your own bank, (laughs) right? It can be anything like on a, on a very like rudimentary level, basically what it is is you put money into a vehicle that compounds guaranteed, regardless of what the stock market's doing, regardless of anything, it is guaranteed to grow and compound tax-free even if you use the money. So think about that. If I've got money just sitting in the bank making nothing because the bank pays ridiculous, like 0.06% on the money. So if I just got money sitting in the bank, if I can put it somewhere that grows a lot faster tax-free and then I use it and it still grows, why would I not do that? So I can put it there. It's going to grow tax-free, then use it and lend it to someone else on hard money, private money, then they pay me interest that I put back into my system and then I lend it again. It's exactly what the banks do. Think about it. Banks get deposits from their um, from their customers, right? You, me, everybody. Yep. You deposit money in the bank. Does the bank keep that money on deposit?
0: No. 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 They go lend ahead. it
1: out to other people, right? Yeah. They lend it on a car, a credit card, a student loan, a house. And what does the person do that gets that loan? They pay it back with interest. Mm-hmm. What does the bank do? Making the Maybe margin. Lend it out again. Yeah. All you're doing is just mimicking what banks do with a vehicle that the money you put in never stops compounding ever. The compound growth is never interrupted by you using the money. So think about it. If you put in How much can $100,000 grow to over your lifetime if you never interrupt the compound growth? A lot. A lot. Not not to mention if you can take that money and go make more money with it at the same time. You're literally just multiplying money with a vehicle that's been around for several hundred years. Several hundred. So it's nothing new.
2: And this is uh, like, so my business partner has a self-directed IRA, but Mm -hmm. like, we're real estate investors, but we can't, he can't lend me the money because his name's on the LLC. So there's all these rules and regulations that kind of uh, prevent him from reinvesting it back into himself and making more money. But what you're talking about, it's like a blueprint to being like, Hey, I'm going to take this money that I have in a bank account. I'm going to put it in this type of account. And now I'm going to be able to be play the role of the lender, make interest income, I'm going to make velocity on my mummy. So where what I'm asking is, what is the downside? Like, what are the cons? Is Are there any cons?
1: <laughs> good question. Yeah, that's, as soon as I learned about this stuff, I was like, is, is this too good to be true? Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, is this too good to be true? Um, but it is true. It's something, again, that's been around for several hundred years. Um, there is very prominent names that have used this. Think about um, Ray Kroc, the guy that franchised McDonald's. He used this to do that. Mm. Think about Walt Disney. He used this to create Disney World. Think about um, J.P. Morgan Chase, um, the Rockefellers. Um, I mean, the lists go on and on. John McCain, um, our president right now, Joe Biden, uses these things to multiply money. So every bank, you can look this up. Banks use this more than anybody. They've got over $200 billion worth of this that they use to just flow money and multiply money. So the only real cons are that your money isn't 100% accessible right away. So if you put in like $100,000, the first year you have access up to 90% of it. So if you put in a hundred, you can access, let's call it 90,000 tax-free. You're not taxed when you use that money. You can take that 90 and go do whatever you want with it. You can go invest it. You can go lend it to someone, have them pay you interest. You can take it and buy a car. You could take it and blow it in Vegas, whatever you want to do. The whole time, your hundred thousand is still compounding. It never stops. The next year, if you put in another hundred thousand, Now you've got $200,000 compounding. So now it just keeps going up. So now you have access to even more than 90%. You've got access to like 96%. The next year you put in a hundred, you've got access to even more than a hundred. So think about that. If you had a bank account where three, four years from now, you go put a dollar in and they give you back a dollar 50. You'd want to keep putting money in that bank, right? (laughs) Every day. (laughs) As much as possible. Yeah. 10 years down the road, because the compound growth never stops. 10 years down the road, you put a dollar in, they give you $3 back. You'd be like, this is freaking amazing. I'm going to keep feeding this bank money. That's what it is. It's compound growth, which is exponential growth. It's slow. And then it just starts taking off, right? It just takes time. So the longer you give it, the bigger the actual, um, the upside, Right
2: net return, basically. Yeah.
1: Yeah, The more money you can use tax-free and it just keeps growing, even though you're using the money at the same time.
2: I want to kind of put a bookend on this topic because if you're a real estate agent out there selling deals or a real estate investor out there selling deals, making big checks, exactly what you're talking about is what you should be doing with some of that money. What most people do is they put in an account, they go buy a Mercedes AMG, they go and you know party it up, go on a million vacations, and then they come back, they have to sell another deal when they could have just been like, oh, this month, I'm going to take one of my four deals and put it into this and start creating that snowball effect with my commission dollars.
1: Yep. If you're so, cashing checks and snapping necks, <laughs> then, <laughs> then money should go here because here's the way you got to look at it. Let's say you go spend any kind of money, a dollar, a $100,000, a million dollars, whatever you spend. The second you spend the money, it's gone. That money can never make you money ever again because you just gave it up, right? If you do this, just put the money into this account first and then use it, the money never stops growing for you. So look at something just even I've got a compound interest calculator here because I go over this stuff all the time with people. We're going deep.
2: We're but, going
0: deep on real estate versus tech. Told you to have your- The wild food. card that you have to see. Yeah, this is a wild card episode for sure. So check this out, a $1,000.
1: So like, let's take like this phone, for instance, right? My iPhone, I think they, I think they cost about a thousand bucks. Yeah. So if I just go buy this phone with cash or a credit card or whatever, the thousand bucks is gone. It'll never make me money. However, if I put that thousand first into this banking vehicle, it will compound and grow for the rest of my life, guaranteed. Then I take it and buy the phone. It's still gonna grow and compound for the rest of my life. So $1,000 compounded at, let's call it 6%, which has been the average over the last 20 years, tax-free would compound over the next 40 years. So when I'm 76 years old, it would compound into $10,961. So
2: basically an extra
1: number. That's just a thousand bucks. (laughs) Like how much money do you spend every day, every week, every month, every year? $100,000. You do that over 40 years. That grows into almost $1.1 million. And you can use it and it just keeps growing at that rate. It never stops. Um, A very smart person, you guys might know the name, and I'm being facetious, is (laughs) Albert Einstein. (laughs) Albert Einstein. Of course. (laughs) He actually knew the power of compound interest. He said that compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands compound interest earns it. He who doesn't pays it. Most Mm. people have no idea about compound interest, so they pay it. They don't earn it. So if Albert Einstein, pretty sharp guy, understood compound interest Mm -hmm. and said that it is one of the wonders of the world, we should probably take his advice. Yep. Yeah. It's totally true. Wow.
2: Well,
0: back to Norman. uh, Dude, yeah. Signing up. Yeah. (laughs) Dan, thanks for taking on that uh, mix-up round. And just to kind of unpack it really quick, I think a big thing is for a lot of real estate professionals as an audience here at Real Estate First Technology to take into consideration is is that even what you said on the Airbnb situation, right? Like, you know, outside of just infinite banking, just getting the Airbnb and and agents are always, what? 30, 60, 90 days until they get the check. The fact Mm -hmm. that you said that you had 16 days for $30,000 in rentals, like talk about peace of mind. You know that you have now income coming in, and you know that the mortgage is being paid for, and you don't even have to think about your next deal. And if you were just to just buy a deal every single time you sold a listing on an average, I don't know, medium home sales price of like know, $800 million, million and you're getting four to 5% of that. And you put that, it's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, so I'm a client. I am a client. I got, uh, you know, I got, I got myself going and actually, um, I actually didn't have to go through the medical exam and it was fast. And actually, David sent me a text, like, bro. I've never seen anyone get pretty qualified so fast. It was like
1: two weeks, bro. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. So did you actually? A, did you already fund your policy and start using it? I'm
0: waiting to fund it as we speak. So I'm funding five thousand a month is what I'm starting at, and so putting that in there, and I'm getting rid of like I had Robin Hood and all these other things. I'm like, nope, take that out, put it in this, have more you know, control over what I'm doing. And that's why we wanted to bring this mi- uh, this mix-up round, and not just the mix-up round, but this episode as a wild card episode, Devin, because we know that the viewers and listeners out there, a lot of real estate professionals have, even on the liftoff agent side that sponsors this show, they had to cancel services because of tax implications that they were responsible for like $60,000 in tax liability. They couldn't afford us anymore. So yeah, yeah. we don't want anyone that's a part of our community to ever deal with that. So uh, Devin's information is down below. I'm going to plug him. (laughs) I'm going to plug him for everyone here. Um, And actually, I I met Devin because of his Instagram. So just to kind of throw that in there as well, um, you know, I, I was following him. I was checking him out. I was intrigued by this thought process. I Google searched it, found a couple of the companies, and then boom, you came up. Devin, and that's when I went to your Instagram and sent you a message and, um, you got back to me and, you know, and I know that you get lots of messages and I was like, Hey, no, like this is where I'm at. And you knew I was serious and we got it done. So yeah, very professional. This is your testimonial, Um, so just to kind of (laughs) end the show here, um, couple last questions, we'll we'll leave the flow open to you so you can leave whatever you want the viewers and listeners to take from you. Um, but like, so infinite banking. I think we'll just kind of go there. If someone wants to get started, like how long does it take to, to, to meet with you, to, to get it done traditionally before they can fund, fund the account.
1: Great question. So what you would do is you'd go into one of my, um, social media channels. So TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and in the bio, I have a landing page. So you click on that. There's a tab at the top that says infinite banking. You'd click on that and then there's just a training video. You have to watch that training video. I will not jump on a call with even my mother unless she's watched that video. I literally did a policy for my mom and she was like, <laughs> "She was like, hey, set me up. I was like, watch this video first. She's like, why? I'm like, mom, watch the video. I will not talk to you unless you watch the video. So you have to watch the training video um, and then you can get on a call with me. It gives you my calendar. We can um, talk, answer more questions, give you more of a, an idea of how to use the concept And then I can help you set the policy up. It doesn't take long. It's like a 30 minute phone call. And then I just get the ball rolling for you to get the policy set up. Policy takes, unless you're Norman Kinsey, then it it takes about six weeks to get it all approved and set up. Um, But one thing I really want to touch on though, that you kind of just breezed over. And I really think it's very important for people to understand. You had said like, Hey, I'm taking this money out of Robinhood. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Most people think about they have money. They can do one of two things. They can either spend it or they can or actually three things. They like spend it, save it, or invest it. Right. Most people don't think they can do both of those or all three of those at the same time. A banking policy literally just gives you the ability to do multiple things at the same time. Like, you're putting your money somewhere where it's compounding and growing. So you're saving it. It's always going to grow and save up and build. Mm. So you're saving the money, but you can also invest it. You can also spend it. You can also take it and give it away, but it's still just going to keep growing. Mm-hmm. So It's not one or the other. It's There's a great book on this. If you guys want to read, it's called The And Asset by Caleb Gilliams he talks about it's not just an asset, it's this and it's an asset. It's a savings vehicle and an asset. So you can do multiple things. You can put the money into a policy, then take it and put it into Robinhood. You can put the money in the policy, then take it and put it into real estate. You can put the money in the policy, then take it and lend it to someone, have them pay you back interest. You can put it in the policy, let it grow, take it, and buy a vehicle and lease it to your business like I did. I will actually make $20,000 for driving my Audi for the next three years because (laughs) I used my policy to buy. it. Just stupid. There's so (laughs) many ways that you can just, it's a cheat code once you understand this stuff. Do you ever pay taxes on it? Never, as long as it's structured correctly. And that's the important part to have the right person structuring it. I'm a student of this stuff. So I studied it like crazy before I started teaching it. Um, So I know how to set these up correctly so that you're not ever taxed, ever. Um, And we're talking about the growth in these things gets stupid. I've got a policy right here in front of me um, just to give you guys some sort of context. This policy is $100,000 a year. So I put in $100,000 a year for the first 10 years after 10 years i can't put in any more than 40,000 bucks if i do then it becomes taxable so mm. just don't put in more mm. so get this when i am 65 years old so that would be $40,000 going into 65 my cash value grows by $220,000 so i put in 40 i can take out 220 <laughs> like tax-free. So it, it never stops. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So the bottom line is you want to start. The sooner you start, the more time you give the money to grow. Yep. So if, if I yep. could have started a policy when I was 25, I'd be on a yacht somewhere right now, you know?
0: Easy, easy. And for the viewers and listeners, that's what I did. I went in, I had Acorn and I was investing every single week. I'll get paid, I'd put a little bit in, put a little bit in, and there's it's like $5,000. So I'm like, all right, well, if I take that money out, it's gone, I can't do anything with it. So I was like, I'm gonna take the money out and put it into this concept, my whole life insurance policy. Then I could use it for whatever I wanna use it. And then what I'm doing personally is I'm gonna put all my money in and then I'm gonna use it to pay bills. So that way I pay my bills and everything else from that policy, instead of having the money sit in an account somewhere and just basically do nothing. And so I'm actually really excited to her I, I was speaking with Bonnie, who Bonnie's I got connected with from. from Bonnie's birth. great, yeah. And I was just like Bonnie. I, she's like, I'm waiting on underwriting. I got to get this, this, and this is a savings checking account. I'm like Bonnie, I got this money. To bring a hole in my pocket, right? Reverse psychology. Instead sort of like wanted to buy something stupid with this money, I'm like, I can't wait to invest it. So, so yeah. So I'm just you know living proof that I haven't got as deep as. You have Devin, but at least I'm at the beginning stages to get it going. And that's what I'm doing for a few, anyone out there who's interested to just know, you know, Hey, if you do have an account somewhere else, do that and make it happen. So right up. Yeah. You yeah, it starts
1: getting, it starts getting silly, man. Like you'll use your first policy for exactly what you were talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. And then as you're using it, you'll think of other ways to use it. And then it just starts getting stupid. Like my first policy I got was 6,000 bucks. I wanted to kind of test the water and see if it was real. Cause I was super skeptical. Um, I put in 6,000, like a day later, I was able to get 5,200 bucks of it. So 6,000 is growing and compounding for me, guaranteed tax-free. Then I took 5,200 and I had a friend who was buying their first rental. They needed like 5,000 bucks to close on it. They didn't have five grand. So I was like, I'll lend it to you. So I lent it to them at 15% interest. So they were paying me 15% nice. interest but I'm still making money off the 6,000. <laughs> 6, so I was like, holy hell, this is incredible. <laughs> I need more policies. I got another policy for 125 grand. I took that money and this is insane. I figured out a way to make money five times on the same dollars using the policy. Mm. And I, I remember, I'll never forget this. I texted my mentor who set me up with my first policy and I was like, dude, you'd be so proud. I figured out a way to make money five times with the policy. He called me like a minute later. He's like, shut up. How did you do that? Like, I've never even been able to figure out how to do that. And I told him the steps and he's like, that's incredible. We got to get you on a case study and just have you teach people this stuff. And that's when it all started taking off. So I'm telling you, Norman, you're going you're gonna to use your policy and just the floodgates are going to open. You're, you're going to start getting so creative on how to use it. Yeah. You're going to be like, Devin, I need another
0: policy, bro. Give me another yeah. one. <laughs> I'm already working on my second one. So I I, yeah, I'm using you for the first one. I have another company I'm trying out to full disclaimer here. And then uh, I have this little RZR I'm starting to rent. I already have a first rental coming up. And so anything I get Sud. from that rental goes back into the policy. So I'll be able to compound that interest. And that little $400 payment is going to turn into exponential growth. And then I get to also go up North like this weekend mm-hmm. and take the RZR with my wife for her birthday and her best friend. We're going to have some fun with it too. So Stunny. What do you want? What do you want to leave for our viewers and listeners? Some change camera angle. Put it on you, Devin. What do you want to leave our viewers and listeners? Um, and as we end our show today,
1: um, gosh, man, I would just say always be striving to to better yourself. Like I wish I would have known the stuff I know now when I was even ten years younger. Like I look back at myself in my twenties, and I was so so selfish. I had such an ego. I thought everything was about me. I thought everyone cared how much money I made, how the kind of car I drove, the clothes I wore. Um, I just thought it was all about me. And really when you stop and think about it, no one cares. No one cares about you. They care about themselves. Um, so just focus on yourself, focus on being a better version of yourself. And by doing that, you're going to just attract you know, better people in your life, a better circle. You're going to get around people that are going to naturally level you up. Like a rising tide lifts all boats, right? So just focus on being a better version of yourself. Don't focus on comparing yourself to anybody else. Mm. I think a lot of times we get in comparison mode and that is the thief of joy. Yeah. I was comparing myself very early on in my um, real estate career. I was doing well. I had seven deals in a few months. But I'm sitting here comparing myself to people I look up to in the industry. And I'm sitting here thinking, man, I'm not doing enough. I started getting depressed. It's like, why am I comparing my chapter one to their chapter 20? Mm. You know. So just focus on yourself, focus on becoming better every day. And good things are going to happen. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. Just run your race, have blinders on and help somebody, you know, find somebody to help. The more people you help, the better you'll do, period
0: amen man mr burr this was a pleasure man this is a pleasure and speaking of helping someone that's our intention with real estate first technology to be able to give back and show up and show out and be one of those like golden nuggets or like kind of like that like the diamond in the rough and you find this and then hopefully someone finds it and is watching it now and it's like whoa and they Just automatically away yeah take massive yeah. action so thank you again for being on the show Dan, thanks for being on Real Estate First Deck as our as our co-host as always. Thanks for that mix-up round, man. You, you dove in pretty deep there. <laughs> I had to. I, I was like, man, as a
2: real estate broker myself, like there's there's commission dollars. They're just sitting in a checking account, right? <laughs> yeah. Yielding nothing, and I'm sitting here like, wait, this is a this is an avenue to success. Amen.
0: So. Amen. And, and that's why I'm glad you came on for today. because I wanted you also to to hear this guy yourself because I kind of touched on it. I've been in some of our meetings with Liftoff and uh, so that was awesome. And um, thanks to all our viewers and listeners as it is our intention for you to take something from an episode, to apply to your business, to have more massive success or your life. And we will see you on the next one thank you for watching real estate versus technology this week's brand new episode and making it to the end your real one if you haven't already done so be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel hit the notification bell so you'll be notified for new episodes that come out every single week on fridays at 3 30 pacific standard time Also, if you comment on this episode and you like the episode, you'll help this episode get out to more individuals. And if you want to join our Facebook group page, just click a link. It's a Facebook icon on our profile page here on our YouTube channel. Join our group page, network with individuals all across the world, and share what technology you're using to grow your business. The next link is to join our Real Estate vs. Technology brand new IG or Instagram page. If you go on any of our stories, you can see who's going to be on Real Estate vs. Technology before it actually goes live on our YouTube channel and the last link would be if you want to be on an episode of Real Estate vs. Technology. You pick a date and a time, we'll deep dive into your story and technology you're using to share that with other individuals that view our episodes weekly to inspire, enlighten, show up and show out for people that love to watch these type of podcasts to have more success in their own business. Thank you so much for your continued support